Hey everyone, welcome back to the AI train and some exciting stuff is obviously going to be happening in 2024 for AI of this year, but we decided that we might do a bit of a predictions kind of episode, something that Leanne and I can you know, just talk about what we think might be coming up in the future. What about, what, what do you think, Leanne? What, what sort of stuff do you think you we might be able to get into this year? First of all, you know, last year, 2023, it was the year that we all got stuck. Well, okay, it was technically end of 22, but really it all hit the ground running in last year uh, about AI for the general average person, you know, not the ticket. And we're all, uh, you know, in shock. I mean, you know, those who have listened to our journey before, you know, the copywriting stuff was just like, oh, you know, conversions were down. So we started moving into, okay, the AI space, let's look at it ourselves because our jobs are on the line. Um, and so there's been a lot of shock and uncertainty, uh, avoidance of it and everything like that. And I think now in 2024, there'll be that, I guess, acceptance, that level of acceptance that it is here and people, I think, be a bit more, those who are freaked out, maybe a little bit more open to experimenting, see what's the be- what are the best tools for them out there. And I think as well, like, there'll be a lot of AI, which we already saw with things like Canva, being embedded into the programs. Oh, and um, Copilot, you know, things being embedded into what we're already using. So I think there'll be a lot of people who may be freaked out to touch ChatGPT. But if it's already kind of there in what they're already using, they may not have such a, a freak out and it'll just start, be, start to become a bit more mainstream, I think, from this year. What do you reckon? Yeah, I totally agree. And I think like this week alone, one of the big things that have been popping up are AI embedded devices. So things that you just have AI in them that you can ask questions of or you push a button and it does the thing you want it to do. Um, but it, you're right. It's just it's it's available. It's just it's at your hands um, rather than having to go and actually seek to use it or to understand it. It's it's. I think that that lowering of the interface or lowering of the bar of that interface. Um, so rather than having to log into ChatGPT and pay a subscription and do all the other bits and pieces, buy a premium product, push a button, and do talk to it. Um, we were, we've already seen the success of things like that with like you know Google and uh, Google TV and uh, like Apple TV and those things have already had that for you many years now we push it and you get the either Siri or the Google assistant um but I think this is just going to be in much more industry specific way for sure absolutely something that I can see in the future but I've got some pretty wacky predictions mm-hmm. of my own like there's I I've, I've thought, sort of thought about some really realistic stuff that might happen and then I thought about some like maybe not so realistic stuff but could, could be kind of fun to get into as well um, yeah yeah let's roll with that <laughs> yeah cool so like I suppose first prediction I had um is the for, for 2023 for me there was one big glaring hole um of a company that is ginormous that everyone knows it's a household name but they're not doing anything in AI right now and that's Apple mm. Where are they in the game? They haven't they haven't really said anything or done anything much in that AI. Well, so we thought, but apparently they have also been, you know, in the background sort of funding a few different projects in the background, just to be able to see what they can produce and, and what else is what, what they can they can help sort of push along. So some of the stuff I'd love to see from Apple in 2024 though would be um Siri on steroids. So we were just talking about personal assistance, but like taking that personal assistant to the very next level. So think chat GPT and the custom instructions you can give chat GPT but with the flavor of of you know Siri or the Google Assistant in your phone where you can just not just ask it anything on the web but it's actually smart enough to be able to make decisions for you help you be able to provide 
you know, better at not just better information, but just just better services and better stuff for you. It starts to understand who you are, calls you by your name. You know, it'd be lovely if you could actually call it something other than Siri. I'm mm. sick to death of calling my phone Siri. Um, they've just launched a brand new um, uh, a round of the kind of voice um, the voices you can use on your on your on your phone. And I've changed mine to like sound like the most like London Brixton mm. dude ever, and it's it's amazing. He's got like the the, the full like you know. Do you want a bottle of water? It's not kind of like, uh, like you know, English accent on it. It's it's amazing. I love it. I fucking love it. Um, but so I think like Siri on steroids or like that's that personal assistant thing in your phone on steroids. I think is definitely something we'll see hopefully this year or at least you know in very short space of time. A couple of other things I'd love to see from Apple would be like um, their shortcuts app. I already use their shortcuts app a lot to automate a lot of my life, but having that with a bit more AI enabled would be kind of handy. Um, Apple products, of course, are big, bigger ranks creators um, and music creation is a huge one. I can see them putting it into something like GarageBand and Logic Pro, uh, which are both uh, uh, music tools to be able to, you know, hum a tune. The AI turns it into some, at least like the starting threads of a fully fledged song, complete with instruments. And maybe you can say, I want some backing vocals for them, I want them to say this sort of stuff or sing this kind of thing and then start, start constructing that. Again, lowering that music production bar, but not taking the human out. And I think that's the bit that, Apple would 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 rally against. They wouldn't want to take the human away from the process, um, which I think you know, it's probably the they're probably the only company who'd want to do that. Um, but then you know the same things could, could be true about like you know photography uh, and some other uh, the other creation sort of uh, things you can do with your phone or with other Apple devices, of course. Um, so like image editing and photo editing tools with that are uh, you know AI embedded or a bit more AI embedded would be kind of a nice thing as well. Um, that's just my my thoughts for Apple though anyway. So I, I think that if, if they if they're gonna get in the game, they need to get in the game big. I think, you know, they're kind of probably the four big things I could see them doing in a short space of time, really. Um at this point. Yeah, I think when they do I think I think when they I think when they join the game, they can't just be another ChatGPT. I, I think it does need to be something pretty yeah. massive. Uh I mean, obviously that's what they did originally when they, you know, returned from being almost extinct and Apple suddenly came back with a vengeance and wham, I, I think they're probably going to do the same sort of thing with how, and that's probably why they've been quiet. They'd be working on something pretty decent, like, like you said, across maybe multiple places. Yeah. And I hope because, you know, in the past, yeah, their marketing has been a lot about the human experience. So like what you just said, I hope, yes, they do keep the human at the centre uh, rather than some of these other tools that talk about replacing us <laughs> as much as possible or creating very lazy people. So, yeah, I look forward to seeing what happens there. Apple has a pretty strong track record of waiting to see what everyone else does in the tech world. So they don't they don't just jump in and be like, oh, we can do this cool stuff. Let's go. They um they wait and they they hold off for a year or two and then they start to, you know, talk about things that they're starting to do. Look, look at VR as an example. Not that I think that the Apple Vision Pro is going to be any good anyway, but uh, or if you could even get one or if you even wanted to, you know, put a down payment on a mortgage to be able to buy one because they're bloody they expensive but um they've they've vr's been around for a long time and apple's only just starting to get into the game now so this might not immediately happen with ai but I'd, as i said i'd just love to see mm. them put that sort of stuff in keeping that human involved is is a big thing it's what the, as you said it's what they do it's what they did to come back they're more about lifestyle technology yes. so i can sort of definitely see 
them doing that kind of thing. Yeah, great. We'll see what happens. Watch the space. It could be another year for them, but who knows? Absolutely. Second prediction for me is that there's an AI for that. The same way that we used to say <laughs> there's an app for that. Yep. I think, you know, I can see the fragmentation of AI. It's not just going to be this like one come to the fountain and drink from that fountain and you've got all the AI stuff like ChatGPT is all Bing's implementation of it or, you know, whatever Google's doing with Gemini and Bard and those sorts of things. Um, it's going to be more of a, a split out kind of environment, I think. So like you want to learn the guitar, there'll be an AI that's specifically trained about learning the guitar. Like, And I think it'll be rather skills-based too. So um, really niche assistance built for kind of every industry and manageable so it might be like you know i'm not saying you should use it for in this way for in a medical practice and please any doctors out there listening to it don't do this right now but it might be like hey here's the symptoms um i think it could be this condition this individual's got what do you think let's let's come up with a treatment plan together and let's you know come up look what what's a schedule of drugs that they could they could go and um take to be able to correct that problem or whatever and working with an ai to be able to do that kind of thing or it might be you know uh, an architect who you know need, needs to get just have more sort of what i was i suppose uh ideas or trying to generate um more concepts for him to be able to then you know push the push the game but it'd be, it'd be specifically for architects and having architect ai and you know just like doctor ai and uh, mental health ai and i think i think even that the mental health space is probably going to be a huge one for for that to explore as well yeah 100 percent. i think those like industry related things because there's projects or um diagnoses or whatever it is there's, there's always an element of human error right um so if it it could be a matter of, and look, some know-it-alls probably will never do this, but if it's like, here's all my information put into the AI, uh, is there anything that I've missed or is there any other information I should ask the client, the patient to ensure I've got the full picture here, blah, blah. And that could stop, I mean, some malpractice things. It could stop some major issues, you know, like my husband's in the building industry and this oversights all the time with measurements and whatever. So it could stop, uh, you know, these very expensive exercises from human error just missing one element. But obviously that's come down to the humans admitting that they're not perfect and <laughs> there could be a lot of people who might struggle with that. But, you know, that would be, you know, for me, for example, just doing a website project, curing cancer. But I tried this the other day and I just said, is there any other information you need to ensure this project's done properly? And then it gave me something. But this is just general chat to if we're talking about a GPT that's specialised in website copy for SEO purposes and blah, 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 it would then say, you've missed this, you missed that, you missed that. And so I think this is where it can help us be really a lot more effective in our jobs, help our clients a lot more, our patients, whatever the industry, and and save, like I said, potential thousands of dollars in damages, whether it's being sued or it's um, making mistakes. So that would be really, really beneficial, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Or it could do the opposite and cause a lot of lit litigation and lawsuits and all sorts of fun stuff. That's it. Until it's there, right? Because it's going to take time. We've already yeah. seen it anyway, like that kind of thing. But like, uh, yeah, so I think there's that the niching down to those, those kind of very specific purposes and like, but like not just you have a thing that also does it that comes out of like chat GPT, but actually like built for purpose mm. with, with, you know, regulation on top of it. That's had all of, all of the, the right checks and balances put in there as well. I think it, it could be become a thing. That's it. The right boards. There could, there, that's it. There could be a board behind mm. each of these things. They have approved the content that's been, you know, put into it. 
100%. There'll be all these processes involved and this could still be another couple of years away. It may not be this year. But, you know, 100%. Done properly, these could be really, really effective tools. But initially, and just from, like you said, we'll, we'll cover GPT store properly later on, but just from where that's at now, it's nowhere near. You can't rely on it at the yeah, moment correct. still. So in the future, though, when it's all set up properly, proper systems processes, proper people behind it, experts, then, yeah, then it'll be a, a very different story. And look, this actually dovetails really nicely into my next prediction. And I think that's going to be the rise of the chief AI officer. Mm. So right at the moment, we've got, you know, CTOs and CIOs and C CEOs and all the rest of that sort of stuff in the C-suite of, of most big companies. But I think the chief AI officer is going to be a huge thing, especially in like regulated industries. So medical banking, mm -hmm. you know, law, those kind of things, because- there's a real need to be able to not just be regulated somehow, but how does regulation occur? You need government body doing that or you need some other type of large consortium doing that kind of thing. But then what does it look like on the ground in a company that's developing products that have got AI in them? I think there needs to be a person who or a group of people who are both like financially um, you know, operationally and ethically responsible yeah. for the types of things that are being created inside of companies. I think that's where this year we'll probably see the first, if not, you know, many hundred of the, the first uh, chief AI officers that'll be generated out there out in, in big companies and big corporate land. If, if That's if they don't exist. I mean, I, I haven't mm -hmm. gone and Googled chief AI officer. Maybe I should do that while I was talking. <laughs> but um, it's something that's... Um, it's it's been sort of top of my mind. Like, how do you how do you actually develop a a, a thing with, with 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 oversight and governance and everything on top of it? And who's who's responsible for that? Is it just the CEO who has no idea what AI does? Like, who's who's the person who does this? I think yeah, because I know. Look, as someone who's big on shiny object syndrome, AI has been very much like that for a lot of people, right? Oh, let's just jump on it. It's just AI. Just get AI to do it. You know, that's been the solution. Just like go Google it. Just the lazy way. Just go get ChatGPT do it. Um, yeah. And so I think whoever this person is, I mean, there'd be some sort of <laughs> probably a lot of training involved. They need to stay objective. Um, oh, yeah. They need to all right, always have the company's best interests at heart as well as their clients or whatever it is. And ultimately, if AI gets thrown around in any way, they're the person who looks at it, thinks, okay, is this actually going to serve us? Um, how will it serve us? How will it serve who we serve? And is this going to come mm -hmm. back and bite us in the butt in any way? And I think that would be, yeah, ideal because the CEO can't always be that role. Right. But they also need to have like that, that role also needs to have the, the responsibility and the mm -hmm. oversight to mitigate like legal yes. issues, financial it issues that role. could arise out of that, like all, all, all of the stuff. So and it, it sort of it almost sounds like it would be a role that's aligned to your existing legal department mm -hmm. in a big company, but I don't think it should be. I think it should be separate from. Yeah. But uh, so because there's there's a, there's a technology gap and, and breadth of information that we need to understand about AI that they could then work with their their legal team to be able to sort out. But um, yeah, I think it's it's a it's a big concern um, for me at least anyway. That yes, we're talking about AI ethics and AI yes. regulation around in the world at the moment. Great, good that the conversation's happening. But then you know who's the actual people on who's the, who's the boots on the ground? Are we going to have like the old you know, like the government rolls in and says, we're going to audit your company for AI now. And like based on the strength of how good that is, or are you going to have an actual role that's responsible to be able to bridge that gap? And I think 
that's that's probably the next thing we'll see from uh, at least from a corporate structure thing. Not that I usually like to talk about corporate structure. I hate the stuff. <laughs> but I think we will start to see that as a as a role that'll start to spin up in 2024. Yeah, sure. the AI audit, how much uh, yeah, in terms of data and yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah. and then right, exactly. And usage mm. and all of the outcomes and and you know, because we haven't I don't think we've seen it yet, but like, you know, and I would hate for this to ever happen because I think it's just a it we should, we should never have any of this sort of outcome but what happens when um you've got company x who builds product y that then recommends to someone that they should do you know activity z and it kills them mm-hmm. and then how's the how does how does the reflection back on the company like, you know, all of that kind of stuff is is it needs to be kind of understood and i know that sounds a bit black mirror but i mean it's it's starting to come out yeah. in in those kind of things and this is this is the other reason why I've, I've sort of just said black mirror is because i honestly think that 2024 we're going to see the first virtual celebrity and i'm not talking about just like a, a virtual person on a screen that they've they've been able to inject into a movie or whatever or like what they're doing now with virtual news readers mm. um there's a couple of companies over in the in europe and i think over in india and um some, some of the uh, emirates states that are currently using ai news readers just to read the news so they just they can just inject in whatever they need to and off mm. they go um i'm talking about like your nicholas cage your johnny depp your you know I know, I'm just trying to think of all of you know the Natalie Portman kind of level of star. I think will start to arise. Who is doesn't exist? Just is just a, 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 a virtual celebrity that they can just inject into a um, into a movie. That you'll have your actors. Someone will stand in for the for that person reading the lines with I don't know dots all over their face and doing motion capture, or whatever. But I think you'll actually have a celebrity who is a person behind a camera that is in a motion capture suit that doesn't look anything like the person of the celebrity but a celebrity of their own right so you know they'll they'll have uh you know TMZ running after them kind of somehow um you'll have all all, all of the usual fare and things that happen in a celebrity they'll, they'll they'll show up at the Oscars in holographic form or some bullshit i honestly think that we we we're probably at the on the cusp now of having that first virtual celebrity i know last year's sag afra strike and all of the protests that was happening with the you know the american actors and actors guilds around the world um about this kind of thing is huge but that's they were more talking about that they don't want their jobs to be Mm. lost to uh ai writers uh, or to people writing with ai or to for for their images just to be lifted out of other things and being them to be digitally recreated on the on the the screen i don't think they extended it so far as having an ai celebrity because you could already say that things like you know shrek is a digital celebrity sure well there's um you know there's um already ai generated instagram influencers um i've just done a quick search one oh, no, for but, sure, you know for sure. one okay so it's from the 30th of december uh etana lopez three a uh, two hundred and forty three thousand followers on instagram and earns up to eleven thousand dollars a month yeah great fantastic and gets a thousand dollars per post to advertise products from brands like Victoria's Secret. Sure. So it's it's already started because so, so, then people are like, oh, you know, I've been following them on Instagram. Wouldn't it be awesome to see them in a movie? And then it, it will happen. Like it's, if, if people, yeah, they're, they're invested in it and then they just say that builds up to, you know, five, 10 million followers and they all go to that movie to see their virtual celebrity the box office, office hit. Like, like just, yeah, it's, it's scary, but... I think it could very well happen. Yeah, like I mean, one day, and not saying this year, but one day we might be 
literally saying like, oh, I can't wait to go see the new Marvel film because XYZ's in it. And XYZ doesn't exist. And not not mm-hmm. like talking about like a Marvel character, but the person playing the Marvel character will be an mm-hmm. AI generated or or a, 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 an artificial virtual celebrity that's been both trained into a certain point and uh, I don't know. I, again, I, I don't know exactly how it would work, but I think given the serious technology we've seen and and like the leaps we've seen in AI and in CGI and TV shows and movies in the last few years, of course. Um, and then, again, I bring it back to Black yeah. Mirror. If anyone has not seen it yet, it is amazing it, to watch sure. this. There's a particular Black Mirror episode, though, called Joan is Awful. And the whole... The whole scenario of it centers around this woman sits down to be able to watch a new TV show on Netflix. One, oh, I think it was. It's no, sorry, it's not. It's not Netflix, but it's like like a, an imaginary version yeah. of Netflix. I can't remember what it's called. It's called Screen something or other. Anyway, um, she sits down with her boyfriend to be able to go watch it, and she starts watching this TV show called Jonah's Awful. Or I think he picks it, and then just like she realizes that wait, this is just what happened to me at work today yes. or like it's just her life right played by annie murphy and yeah, um, yeah. and then somehow sama hayek gets into it and it's it's uh it was awesome yeah. yeah i love that one so 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 selma hayek signed a contract with this company to be able to do a tv show with her but in the contract it had that that they could lift her mm. image and use it as 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 a virtual celebrity or as a virtual yeah. actor in other things, and that's when she becomes Joan in Joan is Awful, which is this big like TV show that and everyone's loving it. The downside to it is that the person who is actually Joan Annie Murphy's character, her life is being destroyed rapidly because like her boyfriend leaves and she loses her job. Is all because all this stuff comes out about her that she didn't know about and the uh, the reason why they could do it to her is because the net or the 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 the, con- the contract that she she has with this um streaming company that she just enjoys the content from states that they can do it so then they've both got no legal leg to stand on there's all this it just it's really really finite kind of stuff to to watch but i would totally recommend it um because it is kind of that concept of a virtual celebrity i, I definitely think we'll see maybe not that because we already have had lawsuits about people having, you know, their image lifted and used in other mm. things, um, but I think I think we'll actually see an AI, an AI virtual celebrity in short mm. order. Yeah, I, I think so too. Um, I mean, a lot of the things in Black Mirror, the, all the, I mean, anyone who hasn't seen it, every single episode is a different, like a mini movie, um, and there's so so many things that you like. I can see we're closer to that than than we want to be. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Do you have any other predictions, Tim? Or, or this year, or um, yeah, like I think, I think um, advancements in things like scientific discovery. We've already had. Um, I, I think I was only reading it yesterday. There was a a couple of different things that have happened recently that AI has been able to do. You know, better at predicting. You know, climate change, weather patterns, or, or the the advancements mm. of those. There's some other stuff that I was reading. I can't quite remember exactly what it was. If I can, by the end of the, the, the episode, I might inject it in. But um, just being able to, like, you know look at scientific data and find patterns better than what we can find mm. patterns and then you know maybe even to try and like you know correlate information and explain why things are happening and 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 work through it i can see you know as i said again like in that medical science sort of side of ways maybe not from the consultation perspective with a client or with a, with a patient but um in a perspective of being able to advance you know the way we do viral research, or the way we we look at you know, we you know, genetic engineering, or or all of those different kinds of things. I think we're going to have quite a lot of a lot of war, or like wins in that kind of science and biomedical 
study even things like you know just explaining like uh, certain gravitational properties out in the universe or you know getting it to look at uh images from the james webb hell you know we might end up finding that ai is the one that actually finds an extraterrestrial life not us because it can just constantly watch every single second of every single moment of every day and look at all of the images they come in so when i to take credit i'll be like oh, i i was one that took the computer on that day maybe yeah i was i was sitting there drinking coffee tapping my toe to some tunes while it was doing the thing and i was standing in front of it exactly it just happened to be in the right spot at the right time a hundred percent it's so true and i think um one final thing i'll say just about my predictions is that well actually it's more of a hope mm. is that people you know this is from the marketing point of view here marketing hat that people really start to see through the ai written content I th we've already started seeing it and i think more and more people throughout this year we become even more savvy and i think businesses who have just gone cool into that prompt yeah that sounds halfway decent for whatever it is posts articles whatever they're going to start noticing a drop in conversions when people start seeing or, or recognizing they haven't put any effort in this is very shallow this is clickbaity whatever it is so i think you know, it could take a few, three, six months or whatever for them to really start seeing that data. But, uh, you know, copyrights out there, we, we could see a surge then, who knows, or we could be asked to really support people in how they prompt to improve their stuff. Uh, I mean, those who follow me on LinkedIn, I shared something the other day, which was shared by Heather Murray, who shared something that Neil Patel said, and it was a very, very generic prompt about how they write their articles and she she was outraged, I was outraged, and a lot of people were. I think we'll also become wary, even more so, of the big influencers who are just slapping on AI and claiming they know everything when they just they, – they don't. Um, they, their team say, hey, you know, just got to mention AI just to stay current. So I think everyone just in general, we're going to become a lot more savvy, I think, to those misusing AI to manipulate us. Um, and if messages don't hit home – we're just going to switch off and go, all right, yep, no, they've used AI, moving on. So that's, I think we're just going to, everyone who is being lazy with the uses of it, I think you need to be very wary and reflect and start, you know, working on how you use it as a tool not to replace you. So that's just my little, just, you know, it's, it's on the theme of what I always talk about, but I I definitely think people are going to become very more, like a lot more savvy to it. Oh, for sure. I mean, and I don't know Neil Patel myself. I've followed him for a little bit just to be able to see what the whole hubbub was. Um, you know, if you Google Neil Patel and just have a read, you know, form your own opinion. But, you know, there's a lot of people out there who don't mm -hmm. like him. Um, there's also a lot of people out there who say a lot of different things about him, of course. He's a celebrity. He's a, he's a known individual mm -hmm. in, in SEO. But I, I, when, when I read that post particularly, I was like, oh, my God, you know, you know no, one's, no one is immune from the, 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 the quick sort of seduction of just smashing something into chat GPT and coming out with the most generic bullshit and posting it, yeah. are they? Because uh, here's someone whose entire business has been built on um, being an expert about a thing, and here he is pushing out the most bland prompt you could ever come up with. Yes, and so that's that's the thing. It's I think we all just need to be aware that it, just because someone who knows everything in that particular, you know, in, in the industry, when it comes to AI, we're still all new. We're still all learning. They're not that going to be that much ahead of us. Uh, so also be wary of spending, this is one of the things we said, spending thousands of dollars uh, just because you recognise the name 
for an AI related training course, just just be wary of that too, where you you, you source your information. I, I haven't paid anything for my AI training. You can very easily listen to podcasts. This one, so good job. Uh, you know, listen to podcasts, reading articles from wired.com, uh, you know, subscribing to you know AI related newsletters. There's a lot of ways to do it for free. YouTube, obviously, too, as well. So self-educate without investing and misinvesting is that the word uh no you know just just be aware of that too there'll be people out there who want to just manipulate and take advantage of those who are freaking out over ai and just slapping massive price tags on it uh just be wary of that too yeah i I would mirror the same thing like there is a billion words that have been written probably mostly by ai about ai and how to trade it and how to learn yeah um you know getting around it so like there's there's no excuse for someone like Neil to, to come out even with something as as, as I said, like as, as generic mm. as bland as that, he's got staff. Couldn't one of his staff, or probably mm. who were quite across AI, couldn't one of his probably maybe one of his staff had a bad day and just went, ah, oh, I'll just get Chad to write write a post for Neil and post yes. it. But it mm. was just yeah, like I mean, it doesn't take much to be able to learn stuff about about it. And then even like the prompts, I think that prompt I would have seen something. I don't know back in on LinkedIn about uh, eight months ago, there was this like really generic wave of like prompt engineers coming out going like these are the best prompts you can use, and it was just like lifted directly from one of those posts almost. Like it was the kind of stuff it was. It was just yeah, it, it's um, it was not disturbing, yeah. just disappointing. Yes, and that that can be worse, you know, disappointing. <laughs> the word disappointing can be better than whatever. Kind of makes you wonder is 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 it is the kind of content coming from individuals like that relevant anymore? Yeah. Who knows? Mm. Mm. That's it. Watch this space. But yeah, we'd love to hear your predictions for 2024. Do you agree with what we've said? Do you strongly disagree? Have your own ideas? You know, reach out to us on socials and we'd love to hear about it because at the moment we have no idea. Uh, you know, just like last year, we're all just kind of just winging it as we went along. But there's definitely, I mean, a little bit more, yeah. A little bit, a little less fear, a little bit more comfort, I guess, in using and embracing AI this year. Keep listening to this show, of course. We'll keep you posted so you don't have to keep searching for all that information. We'll give you the key updates. And yeah, I guess we'll uh, we'll see you next time on the show. Unless there's any closing comments, Tim? No, that's about it for me. Cool. All right, guys. We'll see you next week. Catch you later.